Hey there, lovebirds. This is Atan, Courtney, Lindsay, and Sam. And we are your I Do Crew. We are four wedding professionals, each one with a different expertise. Together, we have over 40 years of combined experience in the wedding industry. We're here to give you some of the best tips, tricks, wedding day hacks, and share our great success stories and worst horror stories. We'll also be interviewing some of the best wedding vendors that we've had the pleasure of partnering with. So grab something old and something new. It's time to listen to your I Do Crew. Happy engagement season, everybody. I know we're all pretty swamped with inquiries right now, but I'm pretty sure this is the best part of the year to get engaged. I mean, there's a lot of people out there proposing right now. Yeah, I completely agree with you, Sam. Did you guys know that about 40% of couples are getting engaged at this time of year? Between November and February, that's when the most happen. That's when we're all the busiest. <laughs> yes, pretty much. Yeah. Oh my I've kind of so- noticed lately, too, that like the age is going up for people who are proposing. Like I'm, I'm dealing with more like 25 to 35 versus like 21 to 25 yeah people I've been noticing that too that seems to be more of my target market now and it used to be you know kind of I guess early 20s so yeah there's definitely a shift yeah well I think the the age that people are getting married at is getting older too which is probably like better for the divorce rate so people are a little more mature (laughs) maybe (laughs) maybe they've you know, got their life. I mean, it's hard when you get married young. You're still trying to figure a lot out. So, I mean, mm-hmm. for some people, I guess. But Yeah. Well, so this this episode, we're going to talk about engagement season tips and tricks. Uh, that was kind of our, a little bit of intro about getting engaged. Um, and one of the first things we wanted to talk about was kind of the age where it is appropriate and um, and the trending parts about it. I mean, I guess it's, it's tough for me to think about appropriateness because you know, when you're in love, you're kind of in love. I mean, what do you guys think about, you think there's an age where it's too young or what do you think? I think it kind of depends on how you were raised in a way. Cause a lot of Lindsay, I know, for example, you have high school sweetheart background. So yeah, and your we fam- were married <laughs> like 22. Yeah. Right. So we, we were pretty young and, and I know we didn't have a lot of pushback just because we had been together for so long. I mean, we met when we were 14. So I think at that point, people were just like, yay, finally. They weren't like, oh, they're 22. But yeah, I, I don't know. We're, we were different, though. I don't know if everybody would be okay with that. Well, how long had you been together? Like, So you met when you were 14. How long had you been together when you got married? Uh, seven years. Okay. So you had a pretty yeah. good track record. Yeah, we, we had a good track record. And I mean, you have to think, too, people in the military... You know, they, a lot of them tend to get married younger as well. That's kind of when I do have a younger couple, they tend to, you know, one of them tends to be in the military just because they get so many more benefits when they actually do get married. So a lot of them opt for that too. Mm -hmm. That's Mm -hmm. a good point. Yeah. It's interesting. Um, The one thing that I, when I talk to my couples, when I marry them, I, uh, I always love to kind of get the conversation, find out how they met, when they met, how long they've been together. And it, it always makes me a little nervous when you haven't known a person through all four seasons and uh, you're and you're planning a wedding because, <laughs> you know, some people get get different in the winter or the, or the fall. And, and it's uh, it can be tough uh, if you if you've not run into that. So that's one of those things where uh, I know I haven't I haven't married anybody who's been together uh, less than six months. But I know other people have. I know people in my family that. Uh, you know, whirlwind romance and, and got married three months after knowing each other. Wow. 
that's so scary. I, I mean, not scary. Like if, if, in my opinion, if it works, it works. But like, if they don't know your family, they don't know, like, you know, like you said, how they are during the winter time and how, you know, mm-hmm. they can shovel the snow out of the driveway or not. Like, it's just kind of funny to see. <laughs> yeah. You know, <laughs> like I, I know personally for me, I'd be kind of like, I have not known you for an entire year. So how, how are we going to make eternity work? But right. Yeah. I feel like too, it's like, you know, if you haven't really been through a lot of challenges together, I I feel like that's such a big part of it too. Like you just need, you need ups and downs, like you need both. And, And I don't necessarily know, you know, if it's, if it's that quick, what have you really been through together? You probably just had happy, you know, you're still in like the early stages, the happy stages. Mm hmm. (laughs) <laughs> Wait, well, so you're saying that the happy stage ends? <laughs> you know what I mean, though. Like, you, you haven't really had, like, I don't know, like a big fight or something just happened that brought you closer together, you know, at mm-hmm. the end. I, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, you could have, but you haven't had that much in that amount of well, time. Mm-hmm. I, I think the true test of any relationship is throwing a newborn at them and a closer <laughs> newborn which i know is not maybe the most realistic thing for a couple to to as a test of their relationship but i'll tell you what uh the the biggest test my marriage has had was like the first year of of parenthood (laughs) yeah so i need to go borrow a newborn to (laughs) to make sure (laughs) yeah sam and i are taking notes over here guys yeah "Hmm." like corny and i are gonna go to like a local daycare and be like hey just for 24 hours or so we should make sure our relationships are gonna withstand yeah you guys can uh come over in february and uh, oh yeah that goes (laughs) Yeah, we yeah. Can, yeah, trial and error. Yeah. <laughs> Little Lindsay number two. I think it's funny, too, because uh... the Internet's been so crazy. So people, like, their entire relationships are now online. You know, they yeah, don't even necessarily right. meet for months or years. I mean, mm-hmm. I and that's fascinating to me because you do get to know each other still. But it's the stories I'm hearing. I'm like, you didn't spend the first year and a half together. You were mm-hmm. coastal or something. Right. So, so it seems like we're all kind of in agreement that you should have maybe at least a year of knowing each other and uh, before you, you decide to pop the question. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. agree. Sometimes it'll be more. Um, I guess, for example, just some people that I've known too, it kind of just depends on what stage of life you start dating at. So kind of going back to Lindsay, if you're high school sweethearts, you know, you're younger as it is. So you're going to be together longer until you kind of get to that age where it seems to be quote unquote appropriate versus, you know, if you meet your last year of college or after college, you might not, you know, be together all that long before getting engaged because you've gone through a lot personally and education wise and you're working and you're more established. And again, you're already a little bit later into life. So there's not some of those leaps and bounds that you really have to go through. Um, Or at least that's the trend that I've noticed. People that I know that started dating in high school they got married young, but they had already been together for maybe eight years. And then people that are a little older, maybe let's say the late 20s, as we're seeing with trends, they might have only been together a year or two before asking the question. Well, and it's interesting, too, for me, because I see if, you know, they're younger, that whole asking permission from the parents. I mean, that yeah, kind of affects too, because there's some people who won't necessarily get engaged if their parent says no or, you know, they really do take their opinion so that's kind of an interesting topic too. Like, what if they're 21 and they're asking for the father's permission, and he says no, they're too young. You know. Ooh, that's a really good point. I yeah, that would be interesting. I know that would play a big role. I know for I mean you know for me eventually when that happens, um, Brandon and I have the running joke that 
sorry, Dad, if you end up listening to this, that <laughs> we all know my dad really likes Brandon and Brandon likes my dad. But my dad tends to be overly emotional. So for that reason, <laughs> he might skip the whole permission stage um, because bless my dad, especially me being the oldest daughter. Um, you know, we don't really need a 20 minute phone call of my dad just crying before dad, before Brandon could actually be like, so Chris, can I take you to dinner or are we good? (laughs) Um, (laughs) So there's that, I guess, from my perspective. It is a nice concept though, to like, I agree. You know, though people are saying it's old fashioned, but I still think it's nice that they have enough respect to, you know, ask them, the people who raised this person for, you know, to take them away in a way, you know, to, to Mm. give them another, I don't, I'm not using proper words, but you know, (laughs) well, it's, it's interesting to me. It it is kind of old fashioned or um, I would say a very traditional mindset. And we're seeing a lot of more traditional things come back with the younger generation, uh, sort of hearkening back to the, I don't know, the the days of yore, I guess. Um, (laughs) But you know, it it can be really interesting because it's a gesture of respect to the parents. um, But you know, not every couple is it appropriate for because some, you know, some proposers or some proposees could think of it as, you know, you know, I'm my own person. Why do you have to, you know, talk to my parents about this? Um, so I think it, it really depends True. on the couple. Absolutely. Yeah, that's a good point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that topic also becomes a little more touchy, too, depending on what the proposee or proposers um relationship is with those family members that might be involved, um, especially oh, yeah. if, you know, they don't have a close relationship or in the circumstance where maybe a parent's just not in the picture at all. Um, that kind of, I think, would play a pretty big role into it, too. And I think that's yeah. kind of why with the younger generation, that's not being seen quite so much um, as, you know, the trends come and go is just what is going on in their life at that time. And maybe it's just not the right time for a parent to be as involved in that kind of a situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it takes a really, a really, a real awareness of the family situation of your significant other to, to decide if that's going to be appropriate or not. Yeah. So that could also play a role into how long have you been together and known each other to really know, you know, because mm-hmm. as someone had mentioned, if you haven't really met the family or gotten to know them yet, you know, you could be stepping, I don't want to say stepping on toes, but walking on eggshells almost, um, depending on what their wishes are too. Mm-hmm. Or walking well, into a minefield. Yeah. Well, what if, you know, they've never met the family and the grandmother is holding on to this beautiful ring and she wants her granddaughter to have that? Or, mm-hmm. you know, if you don't know the yeah. situation, you might not know that they're holding on to this precious jewelry that they want to be have passed down in their family, mm-hmm. yeah, which comes to talking about all that bling. <laughs> yeah. Well, no kidding. Especially with the vintage trend coming back in and, you know, again, those family heirlooms, I think that's something that's probably one of my favorite trends and traditions that are really sticking out here in terms of rings. Yeah. Yeah. Lindsay, you've been taking a lot of engagement like photos. What have you been seeing? Cause I know you were busy this past weekend. Uh, yes. I I'm seeing more like more unique rings where, you know, there are multiple stone rings. I'm also seeing more of a shift. We've, we've seen people where it might not necessarily be, like your traditional diamond. We've seen like emeralds. Um, we had somebody that had a 
I, I think it was a black diamond. Um, oh, oh, cool. Really unique. So I just feel like people are stepping up their game. Like, it's just, <laughs> I'm always like, let me see your ring. And, and of course, we photograph it. I just, the, one of the ones that I did this weekend, it was almost like a, a band and it was square and it had a bunch of, of diamonds on it. So I, I don't know. I'm seeing a lot of different stuff. Hmm. Cool. I love that. I know stuff. my um, my younger brother, uh, his wife uh, not did not want a diamond specifically. Did not want a diamond, and so he got her this gorgeous, gorgeous sapphire instead. And yeah, uh, you know, frankly, it was a lot more cost effective for him. So I think that that mm-hmm. may factor into it too. I know a lot of um, a lot of millennials are uh, trying to save money where they can, and uh, you know, and it, it is more unique. Well, and that's part of it too. Like, do you, a lot of people may or may not discuss with the person who, who they're giving the ring to what they want, you know, are they going on their mm-hmm. Pinterest, which I know was common. My sister just got engaged. So her boyfriend was all over her Pinterest and smart she's sending man. him photos every other week. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, you know, it's funny to see those people if they're willing to work together and work on a budget. Cause that's really important. Cause those things can be expensive. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Now, do you think the old, um, the old rule, what was the, the, the real old fashioned rule that somebody who's proposing should spend, what is it like a month's salary? Three. Or is it I t- think. three, three months salary? <laughs> Holy crap. Yeah. Sorry. I, I wouldn't know or anything for any particular reason. <laughs> uh, a ton. It's, it's three months. Okay. Wow. <laughs> that one. But to kind well, of I mean, go I proposed, what you might be leading to. I proposed when I was a college student. So three months salary was real easy for me. well and i think that again kind of leads into that i think one month two month three month whatever you want to make it i don't think that that's a rule that anyone should feel the need to go by um especially with weddings being so expensive as it is um Mm. if that communication is there based off of you know what the proposee then would want i don't think there's that need or there shouldn't be that pressure to spend all this money on something that, you know, they're going to cherish and love regardless of how expensive it is. Yeah, I agree. I mean, when, you know, they have the ring and it's beautiful, but then there's some might be a wedding to plan and a life to live after the ring. So I don't think right. you need to put a, a price tag on that. You know, I mean, I have, I've had brides, you have the little ring pop rings for a few months before they could afford yes. the nice ring, you know, and yeah. I thought that was like adorable. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Well, and especially now that we're seeing more of those uh, like silicone bands like Qualo or Quelo, I don't know how you say it. Oh, yeah. Um, and some of those other ones, like a lot of couples are not even really wanting to, I don't want to say they're not wanting to spend the money, but they're just like, oh, well, this is more, you know, my style based off of lifestyle. If they're very mm-hmm. active or depending on their job. I know a lot of people who are, you know, in more of those trade positions where, you know, they can't yeah. be wearing a metal or whatever that kind of ring is just for the safety reasons too yeah yeah absolutely well and i think the parts that i've always been intrigued of is how you get the correct size because before i was in this industry i was always like you're gonna buy this beautiful ring and you don't even know her size like their size for the finger you know like how do you get the size without bringing them into the store and measuring it you know yeah i I, well I, i don't know of a good way but i can tell you the horrible way that i did it Oh, gosh. Ooh, let's hear it. up, ladies. Yeah, oh, man. This was, well, you know, it was sneaky and it worked, but I had given Jody. So uh, let me let me let me go back. We met when we were in eighth grade. We didn't date at all during high school. We got together um, 
oh geez, I was 22. We started dating. We dated for three years before I proposed. When we'd been dating for a year and a half, I gave her a promise ring and we went and picked it out together. And, and it was like, you know, like a pre-commitment ring. And uh, she wore it every day, every, Aww. every day. And she always put it in the same spot on the shelf every night before she went to bed. And so when I knew that I was going to pop the question, I woke up in the middle of the night one night and I snagged it and I put it in my bag to go and take to the jeweler. And the next morning she was looking for it and she was looking for it. And she's like, oh my God, I lost your ring. Oh my God. And she is just bawling. And I felt like the worst piece of dirt. Oh my God. And so I was so, I was so bummed out and I went to the, I went to the jewelers and I got it sized. I found the perfect size and ordered the ring. And then that evening when she came home, I, I made a big show of it because it was sitting on the shelf that there was like a, a big, like a three inch three ring binder on the shelf below it. And I was like, Oh look, it just fell down one shelf and it was in this binder the whole time. And mm, she, oh, but she like, she, then she wept tears of joy. She's like, Oh, I was, I was so worried that you're going to be mad at me because I lost it. And I'm just like, Oh, I'm the worst. If only person. you knew. <laughs> oh my so, God. So your, um, your advice is small theft. From your, yeah. Small from theft. Your <laughs> temporary theft oh gosh no i would definitely i would be similar to jody i'd be freaking out but i know brilliant Mm. earth and a couple other of those you know bigger diamond i don't want to say retailers but for lack of a better word retailers they'll actually send you um again not that i would know or anything these little (laughs) um like finger measurement things they kind of oh yeah the ring sizers yeah yeah Yeah, so you can make sure it's kind of accurate which i think is neat well, and hopefully at this point of your relationship, you've talked about like wanting to get engaged. So it's not such like a moment for that person. Right. So maybe you have, mm-hmm. you can sneakily, I don't know. That's a, that's a tough thing to do, but. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know if you can sneakily size somebody's finger. That's. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's what I'm trying to like visualize. And I don't know how one would do that. What yeah. if they had other jewelry? Like they might not necessarily wear it on like their left hand, but if they have other jewelry, you could like approximate what you know. If they had, if they had yeah. other rings, you could kind of, yeah. kind maybe. of guess a little bit. So that's so true. Do you think that? Do you think that maybe finding another ring and then getting close enough and then maybe say go a size up just in case, and then you can because ha- you can have it adjusted later. Usually, almost yeah, nice unless ring. it's like an yeah. antique ring. I think most. Mm-hmm. stores these days have the warranty and all that fun jazz mm-hmm. so that's right yeah there's a couple different yeah. things the jeweler has to look for especially if you know since it's a trend for people to get the pave vans where there's little stones throughout the band and depending on how far down those stones come uh the jewelers <laughs> can or cannot actually size up or size down um i i don't know if i told you guys this i did spend some time working in fine jewelry before as well so Oh. That's definitely something that's pretty tricky. I would definitely say it's the ring size, um, which is why I think it's always, if people talk about it, it's kind of a good idea to go to a jeweler and take a look together, um, especially since most of the the average women's finger size is, I think, if I remember correctly, a five and a half or a six. So I know in like my case, that won't even go over my knuckle. So I will never know what an engagement ring looks like on my finger. So sizing is definitely something that is pretty important. Yes. Absolutely. I did not know that you used to work in fine jewelry. That's really cool. Yeah. So I don't know. I just have, I think everything in my life, or at least I can joke about it as of right now, has been there for (laughs) exact reason to get me to where I am. (laughs) Just a very weird, all-inclusive 
wedding something or another background. So I guess that could be an advantage or a disadvantage depending on who I'm talking to. Cool. Awesome. It's an advantage. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So I guess my question is, Lindsay, in your opinion, how or what do you think people should do? Should they plan to have a photographer there? Or what if they, you know, spontaneously pop the question? Do you suggest doing like a, I don't know, like a opt-in photo shoot to kind of reenact that moment? Yeah, it's, you know, it's honestly something, you know, if people have talked about the rings and, and they've gone and they've looked at stuff together, I feel like that's another thing, you know, not everybody might want that recorded um, for mm-hmm. one reason or another. And, you know, planning all of that, it can it can definitely be a lot, but I, it's so much fun. It's, it's just really, <laughs> you know, it's such a big moment. And, you know, it's it's one of those things like if somebody's going to do it and they want a photographer there, what I always recommend to people is if if you're going to do it and you're going to be sneaky and you basically want your photographer hiding so it's not as obvious, um, if they're in an open space, then, you know, they can they can use like a long lens. They can basically be like in a bush or something. And (laughs) Not creepy at all. Not Not creepy creepy at all. all. Not creepy at all. But, you know, they can kind of pop out, you know, when it happens. It just has, there's some coordination that has to take place, basically. And, yeah, Mm. the farther back you can be, obviously, then it's not like, hey, we're at a park and this random person is just sitting at this bench waiting or, you know, whatever it is. (laughs) So I always tell people, yeah, if if you know the exact position that they're going to be standing, you know, where it's going to happen, like, and then you can kind of figure out. Like, I can figure out, like, the best angle and, you know, how to get the reactions and everything. Um, mm. And, yeah, like, a super popular spot, at least around here, um, especially if we're talking, like, you know, between November and February, we always have the the lights at the Toledo Zoo um, mm. that they do before yeah. Christmas. And that is, that tree is such a popular spot. Everybody proposes at that tree. And that tree, it's, it's an amazing tree, but it's so tricky because it's completely dark and it's just Christmas lights. So, and it's yeah. usually, it's so crowded that it's, you know, I, I don't know for something like that. I've, I've personally never done one there, but I feel like that would be so hard to make it happen without somebody stepping in your shot or, you know, having to move mm-hmm. to a different spot if somebody else had something going on. So that one's, that one's a little bit tricky. Well, that's an yeah. interesting, like, like idea. Like, do you want it to be more private or is it more of right. like, okay, being in public because... I feel like some people would hate that. Some people would love it, you know? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. You know, and, and yeah, the, the other way, you know, I know, um, Courtney kind of touched on it too. We've, we've had people that like, it's not, it's like sneaky, but it's not as sneaky. The other way that we've seen is where people say something like, Hey, we want a free photo session or, you know, whatever. And they're like, we're just going to grab some photos. And, and that way they're, they're dressed cute. They know what's happening. They know oh. that there's going to be a photographer there. But then all of a sudden it's like, you know, they, they say something like, okay, you know, turn around and close your eyes and I'm going to have him do something or, you know, that way the other person is there. And then all of a sudden, oh my gosh, they're proposing and it's, it's caught on camera then, you know, so there's, there's different Hmm. ways that you can kind of, you know, you can have the photographer in the bushes. You can have the, (laughs) Hey, we won, we won a photo session and. And it actually uh-huh. is for the for the proposal. There, there's so many cool ways that people can that, can go that about doing one it. one a free photo session is so genius. I never thought about that. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, that is brilliant. <laughs> or even like during like 
Christmas minis or something. You know, like mm-hmm. yeah. I oh, don't know. Heart. I guess yes. Josh wasn't feeling it the other day, Lindsay, when we were shooting <laughs> pictures together. No, I'm just kidding. Just kidding. No. Honey, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But um, that's a genius idea because you look great. You're already yes. like prepared for like smiling, and then you, you know, the photographer's not hiding in a bush. You know, that's great. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, and it's not a dead giveaway. Like, hey, you should you should look nice. We're gonna go to the park, and you'd be like, "What are you talking about?" Yeah, like, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, like pretend you love each other. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that's no, good. I love that so, idea for sure. That's great. Well, so it's not, it really sounds like a lot of it comes down to really just knowing knowing the other person really really well. Which, if you're proposing, hopefully you do. But <laughs> we would know, hope. Yeah, yeah, ideally, you know, <laughs> having to know what they would like if they want something in public, if they want something in private, you know, if they want you to to get the family involved, if they want you to make it a, a flash mob or a choreographed, you know, dance through town or whatever. Uh, I have spent hours on YouTube watching those videos of <laughs> the girl in the back of the car and all of her family yes. like, singing. Uh, I mean, that just brings me to tears. It's be- it's so amazing. Those yeah. Oh, gosh. Yeah, I they're agree. so good. I yeah, think my personal favorite proposal right. has to be like the puppy proposal, where oh, you're getting a dog and like yes. exciting, yes. and then either on the collar or there's like a small gift beside you for the dog or something, and all of a sudden you get to be a dog parent and Tucker. a husband or wife. <laughs> like you goals. get a dog and a ring. Yes, like yes, that's amazing. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> and I know like not speaking from experience but um I went on vacation last year and um one of my good girlfriends she was like hey Brandon you should go we should like go puppy shopping and ring shopping so when Courtney gets back you can like surprise her with both he's like yeah um about that so we're gonna do a ring pop and a stuffed animal dog how does that sound so it's been like this (laughs) ongoing joke and I just think it's the funniest thing I'm like well I mean regardless if it's a stuffed animal or a ring pop like I would still be pretty excited about it, but mm-hmm. I don't know. There was, what are your guys' favorites? There was one on Ellen. I'm sorry to keep bringing up dogs, but you guys know it's kind of bound to happen with me. Um, and they had a stuffed animal puppy that they named it like, like something, something, like something blue or something funny. And it was a stuffed animal and the girl always wanted a puppy and the boyfriend was in the military. So all of a sudden he walked through the door with an actual puppy that looked like the stuffed animal and a ring. Oh. It was just like, oh my god! Oh. It was yep. the most emotional roller coaster video of my life. <laughs> right in the heart. Yep. Right in the heart. So I actually had uh, a photo. It was a photo session, and it was a proposal. And if I don't know if you guys have seen The Office, how Jim uh-huh. proposed to Pam at a oh, gas, station. gas station. Yeah. <laughs> so I had I had a, a mom that messaged me. And she's like, hey, my my daughter is going to be getting engaged. Like, she's a huge fan of The Office, and and that's what's going to happen. So he basically he ran a marathon that day. So they were in Chicago, and then she drove to him, and um, we like hung out basically, and 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 waited. She they they had her go into the gas station to like pick up some drinks and stuff, and then as she walked out is is when it happened and and she freaked out because it's exactly what she wanted like i said they're like huge office nerds and it was adorable that sounds awesome 
That's so cute. Yeah, was, was she really holding cool. like convenience store food as she was getting <laughs> Luckily, she set it down. Um, <laughs> it's really good because yeah, in some of the photos, yeah, she's like carrying a bag because she all of a sudden she's like, what is you know what is he like doing and and everything and it was it was really cool. It was very sweet. Yeah, I, I love the office. That's so cool. Yeah, Jim hmm. and Pam for life. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Well, since we're talking about our, I guess since we're talking about our like best proposals that we've seen, should we? I don't know. I guess like, what are your guys's ideas? So as we've kind of mentioned, um, going off of what your significant other would be comfortable with. So mm-hmm. whether it be formal, funny, personal, um, what are your guys's ideas in terms of something like that? Or like, I guess best advice for anyone who's listening, what they should do. Um, well, I think definitely if you're going to do a big public spectacle, uh, speaking from experience, because you guys know during the, the, introducing ourselves when i told you how i proposed in the middle of a concert and all that and then had 50 guys go down on one knee and sing to my my new fiance um definitely taking some time to be alone afterwards and and having some um just you know intimate moment to to say you know i love you this is amazing i'm so happy that you're you know you're gonna marry me um you know if it's if it's gonna be a big public spectacle take those moments to really share and, and, and create those memories. Absolutely. I mean, I feel like a lot of people get right into the planning too, and they forget Mm -hmm. to like celebrate the moment. Like, yeah, Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. When my sister called and said she was engaged, I was like, when's the wedding date? What are we doing? And she she (laughs) reminded me like, yeah, like 10, I just got (laughs) got engaged five minutes ago. Like, let's like enjoy it, which is so important. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So basically don't have, friends like Sam and I, because we will drill you with questions that you haven't even thought of yet. <laughs> hey, listen, we're, we're, we're very helpful when the whole romantic moment ends and you need to start playing. Yeah. So. so whether that's two days later or a week later, just let us know. We're probably right. on your speed dial. If we're not, check out our info session. No, I'm just kidding. But <laughs> Well, it's important, too, because I know I've seen a lot of people post on social media before they've told people in person so yes. that's something big. I mean, I don't know what your experience in the past, but I've seen friends post and I've seen grandmothers been like, oh my gosh, I didn't know. Congratulations. Like, ooh. Yes. That's yeah, like maybe call it. number one. Mm-hmm. Right. Or at least I tell people like, please FaceTime me. If you value our friendship and you think that I'm kind of important, <laughs> I'm sure that your mom and your grandparents and like your immediate family members will definitely appreciate the reciprocation of that. And your um, ideal crew, are, ma'am. Yes. Oh, yes. Well, well I, I'm not talking about me specifically, but <laughs> well, we are. In oh, oh, well, I'll let you know whenever that happens. But anyway, for anyone else who's listening that's actually applying to this conversation, um, FaceTime. Technology is our friend. And I think that's the coolest way to do it because you could text someone a picture and be like, OMG, but they kind of want to have that conversation with you. And it's kind of fun to reenact that moment by... I just got engaged, but now I'm going to tell my mom and then you get to see their reaction to you being engaged. I think that's mm-hmm. cool. So I, what do we, what do we think? Do we think we say immediate family, grandparents, and then maybe anybody that you would ask to be like a groomsman or bridesmaid should get a FaceTime? I, don't I feel know, like not everybody knows that off the bat. I feel like, well, and I, I think it like, I know I've always worded it as the people that like, who are the people you want to tell them? Like when you get engaged, who pops into your brain first? Like right, that right. should be your go-to people. And then just people, you know, that you feel the right that you personally want to tell them. Um, yeah. But I mean, definitely parents, I would hope. <laughs> like, <that's> yeah. <laughs> no, well, like best friends and stuff. And stuff. 
Yeah, I mean, yeah. best yeah. friends and stuff. But yeah, like bridal, I don't know. I don't feel like, you know, that's kind of, you're getting into the planning then at that point too. Like if you're thinking, mm-hmm. oh, I should tell all of these people right now. And I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, well, definitely I, I feel I like immediate sort of, family. I sort of meant it as a, um, you know, people who you would ask. So like categorizing them, because I would think that your your attendance would be pretty much your best friends or your closest friends. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love the idea too of having a little get together after. I'm not saying you have to like plan like, but like having the family meet you out for dinner after, so you're able to mm-hmm. see people right after. And if if you're a, close with your family, like I think most of us are, it's just a nice. You get to continue mm-hmm. celebrating, you know, and it's not just um, right. You can tell all those people and celebrate with them in person. But yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. I think it makes it easier that way too, because I think it takes the pressure off of, oh my gosh, if I don't tell so-and-so and and they find out from social media, then they're going to almost be mad, which is totally unfair because no Mm -hmm. one should feel that way. But I think having, you know, whether the family's there at the proposal or again, yeah, if your significant other plans something like that in advance, or you live close enough that you can round everybody up, um, I, I know that I would feel totally relieved if that were the case because I don't know there's so much so many emotions going on and I can just see me forgetting to tell someone and then I get like an email from my grandma who uses Facebook only sometimes and she's gonna be like so your dad tells me you got engaged and I had no idea about it and now I'm upset or you know what I mean like yeah right an accidental premature snapchat ruins the whole thing or something (laughs) yeah no seriously though or like when you don't want a lot of people to know about it and you like delay Mm -hmm. maybe like a week before posting on social media that stuff Mm -hmm. slips up and then all of a sudden it's not your surprise to tell people anymore yeah right you know it's tough too and and uh, you you can have the best intentions and i think most couples do have the best intentions and other people need to just be happy for you. And that's the thing is that, you know, if you're, if you're not part of a wedding planning couple, who's listening to this, then realize, just be happy for people and don't be angsty that you weren't the first person they told, um, mm-hmm. you know, just, just be happy for other people's experiences. And that's more of sort of a Zen life tip is, you know, <laughs> it's not, it's not about you. It's about them. It's their life experience. It's yeah. not a competition who can post oh the most no. beautiful ring selfie. I was just going to ask, yeah, Lindsay, what are the coolest, I guess, for any of those proposals that you've been at or anything like that? What's the coolest engagement ring selfie that you've seen? Oh, man. No pressure. (laughs) I know, right? (laughs) I feel like, you know, when people are, I I just always think like Instagram, people just have the coolest ideas. And I, I see like the same things over and over again, but I always think that they're smart. And everybody that I see that has a really good one, they always, they're utilizing the natural light because the sun, obviously if it's hitting your ring, it's going to make it sparkle and that's what you want. And, um, so that's always cool. So I've seen people, you know, where like they have their hand held up and like their, you know, their fiance's in the background or they, they're like holding a Starbucks cup or, you know, the, the cute mugs that you can get that say like, does this ring make me look engaged? And I always think those are adorable. And I think people like hold them up on their like steering wheel and stuff too, which is good. Cause you get the contrast of like the, the black wheel and, and the sun and the ring. And it just, you know, it just makes it pop. So there's, there's like a lot of cool stuff that you can do. Hmm. I, I love Dale from Fordham footage's last I'm sure you guys yes. are familiar with his video, like his last little ring. How do I explain this? Like the rings rolling into each other. Yeah, they, they set so... it up so that they have like 
one of the rings standing still and then they'll and it's so funny to watch them because it'll take him so many tries and yeah they'll, <laughs> they'll roll it they have to get it to to roll and hit the other ring and and then they want it to fall over a certain way because they do it in slow motion at the end and the last time that we worked with them yeah it was so funny it took the guy like eight times because it would like try and roll off the table or it would like and he's like no it's wobbly and they'd have all these different things happen but it's so cool it's so cool to watch <laughs> And I, I actually witnessed when I, my sister was here, we went engagement ring shopping and they have these things now in the stores where it's a box you put your hand through and then it has a little hole to put your cell phone on top of the box. And literally it, t- it took the most beautiful picture of just the ring on her hand. Like, oh, how cool. I, I, I've never, and like they took it out. Like they, of course they do it probably every day, but it, it won her over on that ring. Um, so that's kind of nifty. So this is a jewelry mm. store that has this box? Yes, that was at um oh gosh um Harold Harold on um Talmadge Harold Jeff what is it Harold something across it's from like something McDonald's. with a J and a F and a something I Jobs. I don't know how to say it either <laughs> sorry it's terrible no it's okay so but but so you would think that a lot of jewelers would have this magical box. Yeah, I mean, my sister was literally like, oh, I want to take a picture. So she was holding up her hand with the cell phone, and they were like, hold on, hold on. And they took this magical little box out, and she stuck her hand through it, and, and there was a little hole on top of the box that her hand was sitting in that perfectly took a picture with her cell phone. That's I mean, crazy. That's cool. Something for those looking for it. I mean, it's a great way to capture the ring. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Cool. Well, so after the after they planned the proposal, after they have you know, either gotten down on one knee or arranged a flash mob or had somebody <laughs> hiding in a tree taking pictures. And after they've proposed and the other person has said yes, what should they do, they do then? Give us a call. Start planning. Yes. yes. Um, I second what Sam said. So I think <laughs> um, because that is a whole other set of instructions and details and stuff that you don't even want to have to think about right after getting engaged that we will go ahead and record a special episode. And that can be something that we'll do next. So everyone who's listening has an idea of where to get started and how to Mm -hmm. get started. Absolutely. Absolutely. So this is, this is everything from the point of ideas all the way up to the yes and everything. Yes. And thereafter from, we'll say yes to, I do will be the next one. I love it. Sounds good. Fancy. Cool. Awesome. Once again, I'm Atan Smeltzer with Weddings for the Ages. You can find me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And I'm Courtney Shale with Lifestyle Courtney Noel. You can also find me on Facebook and Instagram or check out my personal website at CourtneyShale.com. This is Lindsay Roselle with Lucky Bird Photography. You can find me online using the tag Lucky Bird Photo. And last but not least, Samantha Bean. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram. If you liked what you heard today, help us spread the love. Comment, like, rate, and review our podcast on iTunes and Google Play and share on your favorite social media platforms. We love feedback. So if you have any questions or if you want to ask us a question, email us at youridocrew at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. And here's to love, laughter, and happily ever after. Cheers. Music credits are as follows. Song title, I Want to Get Married, by artist D. Cylinders, from the Free Music Archive. Attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives, 4.0 international.